Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. And welcome to episode 155 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Are you tired of fighting your body, always hating on it, and always thinking of a new diet and then falling off the diet, but then starting another one? and hating your body again all along the way? Well, I have a letter for you that I have a feeling you're going to connect with. It's for someone who has been reading intuitive eating, but then a few years in realized this person was doing it wrong. Did you know that you could do it wrong? (laughs) Yes. There are some misnomers or co-opting that happen really often. And so this person really expose that within themselves and now is just feeling exhausted, exhausted with having to always fight diet culture and the pursuit of weight loss because it's literally everywhere. It is. But before we get to this episode's letter, a word from our sponsor. This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace courses. PCOS, also known as polycystic ovarian syndrome, is a condition where if you have it, you know you've been told to diet, that you must diet in order to manage the condition. And well, what do you do if you know diets don't work for most people? Why would they work for PCOS? Well, they don't for most people with PCOS too. And after working with hundreds of people with PCOS, I found another way to do it. There are other ways to promote health, healing, move away from diet culture when you have PCOS. You can check out all the details at pcosandfoodpeace.com. If you're a registered dietitian and you want to help your clients with PCOS, you can also check out the course I made just for you. It has 20 continuing education units. You can get uh, get uh, you can get onto all the details at pcosandfoodpeace.com slash dietitians. I want to share the work going on within decolonizing fitness. The person behind it, Ilya Parker, is a trans person of color, physical therapy assistant, and medical exercise coach with over 13 years of rehabilitative and functional training experience. He is a social justice advocate and educator whose work centers gender, racial, and healing justice. He decided to merge his love for restorative-based movement practices and community advocacy to create Decolonizing Fitness, LLC, which is a social justice platform that provides affirming fitness services, community education, and apparel in support of body diversity. Check out decolonizingfitness.com. 
All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, I'm not sure if you and I can ever have a peaceful relationship. Lately, I am exhausted with recovery and the daily struggles of trying to eat intuitively, feeling like I am failing and wanting to change my body. It feels like there is too much stress in my life that I do not have any energy left to try to go against the mainstream's ideas on food and dieting. That on bad days, I wish that I had never heard of intuitive eating and embarked on this journey. I realized that we had a complicated relationship after reading intuitive eating for the first time. I bought it on a whim, looking for an end to the food and exercise tracking madness, but still desperately wanting to change my body. I wanted to teach myself the right way to eat. I thought I was doing so well, eating intuitively and generally feeling at peace. This was until it was pointed out to me that I was following the quote, intuitive eating diet. And this realization launched a pretty steep decline in my recovery. I know that the behaviors I had were not healthy and that at one time I realized that I needed help with them. But since I'm not able to separate intuitive eating with a quote, intuitive eating diet, I am so confused and apprehensive to try to relearn it. Was everything I had learned the last three years completely wrong? And how could I have missed the mark so much? Parts of me wants recovery and the other part of me knows it will continue to be very challenging and I don't feel like I have it within me to stay on this path. I don't think I can go back to how I was before, but I continue to be in what feels like a half-recovered space. Working through my disordered food behaviors illuminated that I have a lot of personal trauma and feelings that I was using disordered behaviors to cover up and deal with. As I work through these, I notice the disordered food behaviors creeping back in like an old friend, wanting to help me cope. I realize diet culture is everywhere. And because it's everywhere, I feel exhausted by constantly defending my position to people and not giving in to the lore of what I know now to be another diet. My extended family gatherings that involve food consist of comments about Amounts of food, quote, good slash bad food, needing to, quote, work off the food, or some special ingredient that will save us all from the disease. Yoga has been my refuge, but walking into the studio, I might read a flyer for our weight loss cleanse, overhear conversations about diets, hear body negativity from other yogis, and even some of the teachers. I attended a yoga teacher training information session, thinking it would be a good challenge for myself to take my yoga practice to a new level, and left feeling completely defeated after learning that one of the training modules was around, quote, how to eat like a yogi. Sharing my own baked treats with coworkers inevitably invites a litany of body and diet comments, as well as their own personal justifications for eating and not eating the food I brought. I created an Instagram account for my dog because I thought it'd be a fun way to share the funny things he does. Do you know how much diet culture permeates Instagrams about dogs? A lot. I cannot shut off the continuous diet culture that is everywhere in my life. Something has to change. Perhaps I'm not fully on board with intuitive eating and health at every size, and that there are still pieces of diet culture I'm hanging on to. All I know right now, food, is that I am mad. I am mad that I know that my food behaviors aren't healthy for me, 
but that I want to keep doing them because it felt like I was in control. I have so much shame for having this problem at all that I can hardly admit it to myself. I justify this by fully embracing that I hate my body and that, of course, then the disordered eating makes sense. I am so tired of starting over with different therapists, finding yet another book that I put my salvation into, hoping that, yes, maybe this one will click and I will magically love my body and I will become a true intuitive eater. Will I ever feel normal around new food? Will I ever want to take care of my body instead of punishing myself for making a mistake at work, getting into an argument with a loved one, or accidentally reading a diet message on a magazine cover and feeling self-loathing? Can I enjoy you food without feeling an intense desire to want to exercise or restrict later? Can I trust you food knowing my IBS may cause days or weeks of intense intestinal pain and fear of you food? Will I be able to go to my doctor and not be completely obsessed for weeks after accidentally seeing my weight and shame for feeling good that it was lower than what I thought? It all feels too much and I feel entirely ungrounded. I realize that this letter is even contradictory, stating that I wish I could have my old food behaviors back and also knowing that I have learned and made progress. I am just not sure, food, that I'm even on the right path or even what the right path is. Sincerely, wanting to check out. Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcasts. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Pull up a chair wanting to check out. I think it's time for you to rest and let's sort through all this. You certainly have been digging really deep and getting to some really important parts of your food peace journey. And here's the thing. 
I know there's someone listening right now who can totally relate to what you said. I know your experience is yours and unique, and yet there are certainly things that you're experiencing that just about everyone on their food peace journey experiences as well. So one of those experiences is that intuitive eating diet. If you've never heard of intuitive eating, well, it's a book that was published by two dietitians in the mid-90s, and it's a method to help people move away from diets, promote health, and heal. And certainly in the mid-90s, it was radical, and it continues to be today. But it also is sort of like Kleenex or Xerox or Band-Aids, you know, these names of companies that now are considered just uh, a generic kind of name. Well, intuitive eating has been now made into this kind of generic thing. So unfortunately, it's co-opted by diet culture. And intuitive eating has um, 10 principles. And part of those principles, two of them actually, are eating according to hunger and um, stop eating when feeling full. But it's only two of the 10 because it also includes things like rejecting diet culture, making peace with food, having compassion for yourself is a big theme of it. And, and also the foundation of it is unconditional permission to eat. And that's the foundation. And so for really for intuitive eating work to be done in a way that's the way that people um, who wrote the book, Evelyn Triboli and Elise Rush, the way they intended was, was for that to be the foundation. And so sometimes we eat past hunger. It happens and it happens a whole hell of a lot, especially in the beginning, especially when we've been traumatized, especially when we get re-traumatized and that's okay. That's normal. It's expected. But because intuitive eating is now this totally generic kind of phrase and it's taught by people who really don't understand what they're teaching, um, it is taught incorrectly and it's made into a diet. And that's what this person, this letter writer is discussing, like finding out that, oh my gosh, I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, I don't think that means that all the things that you've done, all the work you've done was in, um, what's the word? I don't know. It wasn't futile. It was still important. It was probably still a step away for diet from diets for you. It kind of reminds me of body positive spaces. Um, I often hear people who talk about like that was the window for them into body liberation and fat positivity where people who were just talking about loving their body and unicorns and rainbows. And it wasn't exactly the type of space that promotes like social justice and again, like body liberation, but it was the way they got into it. And wow, I'm so, so happy for that. I learned about this general common way for people to get introduced to body liberation from Sophie Carter-Kahn. She's the co-host of the She's All Fat podcast. And I also was able to interview her on the PCOS and Food Peace podcast that um, I did with Kimmy Singh back in the fall. And um, anyway, so I wanted to just put that out there for you, letter writer, that this was the entry point for you. And now you've dug deeper, you've become aware of more things, and it does sound like you really are aware now that diets don't work for most people. They don't work for you. They only torture you, and the outcomes are only more pain, and that the control is just like a fake control. 
So you can't go back. But here's the big but with that. Diet culture, like you said, is everywhere. And it's exhausting. I have to disclose something personal here. I've never been affected by an eating disorder. And I've never been marginalized because of my body. So I know my lived experience probably doesn't match yours. And I am exhausted too. So as I connected with that exhaustion and the times where I feel like I need to check out because I'm going to burn out, I appreciate how that's connected to privilege that I have. And wow, I can't, I'm trying to like put myself in your shoes and I just know I can't understand how exhausted you must be and anyone listening who can relate to this letter. Because what I've noticed is in the most protected spaces is diet culture and fat phobia. So when you go to a yoga class where you're supposed to be doing centering work and grounding work, or if we go to therapy, most therapists are fat phobic. Most therapists talk about their diets or encourage people to diet or even sacred spaces. I notice when I go to a place of worship, often the person who's leading the um, congregation is talking about their own diet, their own fat phobia. Another one that always hurts is progressive spaces. I'm definitely liberal and progressive, yet when I go to places that often encourage safety and um, welcoming to different types of bodies, talk about diets and talk about weight loss, and it seems just so uh, missing the mark. You know, why aren't we able to have a space where there's no diet culture? It really is everywhere. So letter writer, I hear you're still questioning this. And I really want to say that's okay. It really is okay. You know, you've uncovered that personal trauma has been covered up with the disordered eating. You know, you've had this experience with eating disorders for a long time, and it really helped you survive the trauma from what happened to you, that personal trauma that it helped you to actually survive that. And I think it's important to have compassion and really note your resourcefulness. You know, you were able to find a way to cope with what happened to you. And I'm so grateful for that. So as you're questioning this, remind yourself that it's okay to question because there were some really positive things that you were able to gain from your disordered eating and to engage in diet culture you were able to survive something really horrible. And when you have felt in control, when hating your body and dieting, well, I hope you can appreciate that it was kind of a fake control. It wasn't a real control. It's the control that we are taught that we need in order to just be able to do what we're told to do. You know, I think especially those of us who are socialized, As women, we are told that we shouldn't take up much space, we shouldn't have a lot of needs, and we shouldn't be loud or have any pleasure. And so you're just doing what you're told to do. I dig really deep into this kind of experience in a blog post I wrote. It's called The Should Eat Fantasy Compliance. If you go on my website, you can find it that way, but I also put it in the show notes. All right, so letter writer. As you're moving forward or pausing where you are right now, remember the anger and the shame don't belong to you. I hear your anger in your letter. 
it's really, really important to connect with that anger. And anger can be really hard to tolerate, especially again, if we've been told that we should not have these needs or these feelings. I know for those of us who have socialized as girls, we weren't taught how to be angry. So it's going to feel weird. And the more you can connect with it though, the more it'll fuel your journey forward because these are really tough steps that you're taking. They're really important though. I know you're going to look back and say, wow, I'm so glad I did that. And yes, so connecting with that anger is something that's really, really important. So here's what I want you to do. Next time you have a self-loathing, bad body thought, I want you to repeat after me. Fuck off, diet culture. Or if this sounds more appropriate, fuck off, patriarchy. Or maybe this one's better for you. Fuck off, white supremacy. Now, I'm definitely putting an explicit thing on the (laughs) podcast episode today, but this is the time and the place for the fuck word. Because when you're having those times of bad body thoughts, it's really connecting with diet culture and white supremacy. I think it always comes down to really that. That's something that Deb Beauregard has taught me. And it's really important to name it. And it's going to feel awkward and weird. And it's not always going to make you feel better, especially in the first few weeks that you do this. But every time you catch yourself having that, maybe you'll catch it in the moment, but maybe it'll be after 10 minutes of intense body bashing thoughts. It's okay. Whenever you're able to kind of connect in the moment, say those things. Fuck off diet culture. Cause that's really what's going on in the moment. It's not about your body. It's about our culture. And that helps you to name it, which is so important. And it helps you to put the anger where it needs to go on our culture. So one last thing that I want to mention, letter writer, when you notice you're back on the intuitive eating diet or practice some kind of disordered eating or I don't know, doing something that is colluding with diet culture. I want you to pause. Notice your suffering. Notice that. It needs compassion and it definitely needs rest. One of my favorite, favorite Instagram accounts is the Nat Ministry. I know you're on there because of your dog, which total bullshit about diet culture with dogs. Um, It just really is ridiculous and hilarious how pervasive it is. But anyway, while you're on Instagram with your dog, um, check out the nap, min- the nap ministry. It is amazing because it connects with our need for rest as we are moving away from these oppressive sy- systems. And they are. So you and me, letter writer, it's not enough to help change these big, huge systems, but uniting together, we can do it. We're starting to change it and it's going to keep going. But what I want you to do in the meantime is to connect with as many people as possible who are eating in the same way. Maybe they're normal eaters or people who have recovered or just like-minded in a way. As many people who have connected with body liberation and fat positivity, who at least can name diet culture, those are things that will help fuel you and help you rest at the same time. So I see that food is written back. Please keep us posted, letter writer. I'm sending you tons of positive vibes and know that I am with you, totally with you. All right, before we get to Food's Letter, 
This episode of a Love Food Podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace courses. You can get to all the information at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Also, be sure to check out Ilya Parker's work at Decolonizing Fitness. You can find out all the details at DecolonizingFitness.com. If you enjoyed this episode of A Love Food Podcast, I would so appreciate a rating, review, or subscribe or share an episode. Doing any of these acts of kindness really helps the show grow. All right, enough of all that. Let's hear Food's Letter. And until next time, take care. Dear wanting to check out, you are exhausted. We have been through so much and you are a survivor. We food wish you knew how brave you are, recovering, healing, doing the tough work into a world that hasn't recovered yet. Name the oppressors. You are not doing it wrong. And all these years, you have survived the only ways you could. Honor your ability to survive and call out the systems that have been perversely manipulating you to blame yourself. Whenever you are knee-deep in self-loathing, connect with your suffering. Give it compassion. Reach out a gentle hand to that part, and together, give diet culture the middle finger. It's the one to blame. You are not broken or weak. You are worthy of pleasure, space, fullness, and joy. Together, let's continue to press on. Love, food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.